again. Do you remember how long it's been since we've seen this guy right here? Yeah, he was wearing a different shirt. He was wearing a different shirt. It's Jeremy along with our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken, right? And the, the person I'm talking about is the guy to my uh, my left. Ryan, last time we saw you, man, it was a it was a studio full, and it was a couple of years ago when you it were was. hanging out with Coronado. Yep, that was Coronado, gosh, probably three years ago, I guess. Now, you've got your own venture, a uh, brewery that has been open for you. You said about a year and a half Just now? over a year, yeah. A year. So, South Norte is your brainchild, right? Uh, I wouldn't say all that. I'm just a big part of it. <laughs> no, go ahead. Take credit for everything. No way. <laughs> with you, you brought Nick. Nick, what do you do for South Norte? I'm our sales manager for the South Norte Beer Company. Uh, I have not had any of your beers yet, so I'm uh, I'm really excited to try what you brought. Real quickly, just give me the, uh, the, the, the lowdown on how South Norte came to be. So South Norte is just over a year old. I started brewing at the pub at Coronado. For Coronado Brewing, I was doing a lot of Mexican-style beers inspired for what I was drinking when I lived down in TJ. And those were Mexican-style lagers, agave lagers, uh, beers with chocolate. Agave lager? Yeah, beers with coffee, ingredients I could grab over here that were definitely a Mexican ingredient, peel and sugar. Ah. So uh, I just kind of took off from there. So uh, how long after you started doing that with Coronado did you decide that you wanted to jump into your own kind of deal? That took about uh, two and a half years of, of kind of formulation of some of the beers, The especially the Mexican lager. It took me a really long time to kind of dial in. It wasn't just like, oh, we're just going to throw Modelo yeast and make a lager. It really took a lot of refining and a lot of uh, help from respected brewers. Doug Hasker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the lager king of San Diego. Yeah, he's the uh, Yoda of uh, local lagers. Lagers, they really are the true thumbprint of a brewer because there's you can't hide anything 100%. in a lager. 100%. If you screw it up in the beginning, it will taste like nasty ass hell at the end. <laughs> yes. Canned corn. Speaking of, what did you start us with tonight? Well, we're starting off with C si Senor, Mexican style lager. Ah, that's S E A. This is a four and a half percent Mexican style lager using a little bit of corn in the mash, which is traditional in the, in the Mexican brewing world. I appreciate the corn. That that, that gives it just that extra little, mm. little sweetness, a little yeah, flavor a little to it. Sweetness on the back end, mm-hmm. but but it's still very refreshing. Yes, we're relying on a nice dry, low mash temperature to achieve that. Muy seco. And then using Modelo lager yeast to kind of dry it all out using a it's that makes it a real bready dry crisp flavor to it i have to know because i see you have it in cans are do you have distribution up here in the states because i know you're brewing in in tijuana right yeah we're bringing tj but that stays in tj Really? The cans do? No, we only brew 10-barrel batches, draft only, that stays in TJ. Well, I brew up here, uh, I contract brew, and it goes into cans, bottles, and kegs. And Nick can kind of chime in on where it's located. You know, in terms of distribution and where you can pick up this beer, um, yeah, you can definitely find it around town on draft. Um, you can pick it up in six-packs at Vaughn's, Ralph's, some Albertsons as well. Trader Joe's every once in a while? Really? Yeah, we had it in Trader Joe's towards the end of summer, and they're going to pick it up again uh, starting in January. In cans. Wow. Mm-hmm. Goes Good great with pirate's booty. Ken. Is that that Yarr. popcorn? Is it going to be like this all night with you? No, I don't know what you're thinking of. Uh-huh. All right. I know what I, I know exactly what I'm thinking of, and uh, it requires me turning your mic off, and we're going to play this. <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots is dead and blowed on the rock and roll happy hour. It's all 94.9. Dude, I'll tell you, I love hearing about the Tijuana beer scene. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9, drinking with our friends from South Norte. We've got Ryan and Nick in the studio, and we're drinking some of their beers. First I've had, and I'm impressed. I mean, when you swing out with a lager like that, si senor, you have my attention, sir. I should have expected that. With your uh, with your brewing provenance, you've definitely got the chops to make the beers that you're putting out. And if anybody wants to taste your wares, you uh, you said you got distribution and... Bonds, Ralph's, especially on Draft Around Town. If you're in North Park, you could pop into Beerfish. Um, 
they always have it for their micheladas Ooh. on Tuesdays. Ooh, if you're yeah. at the airport and have some time to kill before a flight, go to the Bankers Hill Bar and you can wash down some si senors while you're waiting for your flight. Yeah. So now I got a good understanding about what you can do with a lager, but uh, what, what can you do with an IPA is the question. So we're taking a, a kind of West Coast San Diego style IPA, 6.5% ABV, using Citra Mosaic hops to get that note that everyone's loving these days, mm-hmm. uh, backing up with a tiny bit of tahine-like spice that I created uh, in the yeah. Whirlpool, and then aging it and re-fermenting with real mango. Wow, okay. So I, I like to make this beer so if you did not know there's tahine spice in there, you wouldn't be upset. And if you were told that it's in there, you wouldn't be upset either. It, it's it, kind it, of a, a rounding out in a third dimension of the beer. The, the tahine is so subtle that you wouldn't know it was in there unless I, I told you or you looked at the label on the can. What's the aversion to tahine? Why are you afraid so, to, to throw that out there? Well, because some people are, are so thrown off about some of the other breweries in the United States that have thrown these chili beers out that are almost undrinkable. Yeah. Uh, they're just too hot or too aggressive. So uh, I'm, as a brewer, if you can't drink three or more pints, then you're not doing something yeah and this yeah, is this is it real subtle there's nothing overpowering about this beer the mango doesn't hit you in the face the the tahine <laughs> it, the, the the word that i'm looking for is balance and you have that the mango's nice because yeah. it's really subtle it's not overwhelming it's not sticky yeah real it's, mango it's not that sticky it's not that fake mango extract flavor that that someone would expect from a from fruit flavored ipa now is this, is this one of your core beers this is a year time year round beer this really makes me want like um like tacos al pastor uh, uh I, yeah. I would love to throw that with this I'm really into food and beer pairings right now. I guess it's because the holidays. I just want to get fat and eat and drink all day. That's what the holidays are for. <laughs> we won't talk about what I did for Christmas. Anyways, uh, we're going to take a break. You picked out some uh, some killer songs. You said this was No Way. No Way. G-U-E-Y. We're going to take a break. When we come back, you got some Deftones to go with this. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. Hey, Ken, look at, the sa- look, at this, look at this can. You see what it says? Echo in San Diego. Wow, that's Spanish for <laughs> Made San, in San Diego. Diego. Made. <laughs> Never Thank mind. You. Never mind, Ken. Thank it is the sir. Rock and Roll Happy Hour ninety four nine. Drinking with our friends from South Norte, we got uh, Ryan, longtime friend of the show, uh, used to brew for Coronado, now doing his own thing. Nick, sales master extraordinaire. We've Woo-hoo. had the uh, the No Huey uh, Mango IPA, the C Senor S E A. Did you? Ooh, this is, is this dirty. is this cranberry juice? No, what is this? this is a Christmas color. It's a Jamaica. Oh, so this not is not from Concentrate, Ken. It smells yes, like a lager, though. It is. It's a stronger right. lager. So hold on, it's it's, mm, it's a, smart. It's, you are. It's a hibiscus beer that's not a saison. Correct. What, what, what's wrong with you are you are you high <laughs> well i know that hibiscus does work really well with a lot of belgian style beers but we had to switch it up a little bit and do something new and different so what what, what style is this just a hibiscus lager pretty similar to the si senor lager base we kick it up with a little more grain to get the alcohol up higher plus the addition of the agave oh i was gonna say there's sweetness in there a little sweetness and that's the agave we balance that out by using a lot of the hibiscus or jamaica to have that little bitter earthy yeah. note to kind of balance it back down this is wonderful once again Again, this is a beer that could have gone radically wrong and been radically too sweet or too bitter, mm-hmm. but it's tart, it's, yeah. it's 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 well balanced and drinkable. I mean, this what, what's the ABV on this? Six point three. Oh, so it's not as crushable as I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, it gets in trouble. The, yeah. you, you can crush it. That's that's the good news. The <laughs> that's bad what news I'm is trying to do right now. Don't judge me, Jeremy. Ken, I've I've drank with you enough to know that there, I, I've seen worse things than, <laughs> than what you do in the studio to judge you by. Yeah, that was uncomfortable <laughs> and and very true. So where did you come up with this? genius idea to take uh, Gave Lager and then 
and then add hibiscus to it. So I was just trying to do an agave lager, a stronger version of the Si Senor, maybe a little bit of sweetness just to get people, oh, wow, it's exciting. It's a little bigger. Then we had another coworker that said, hey, you know, we should throw some lime or some citrus or or maybe um, hibiscus in there. So I kind of thought, oh, we'll try it. And it turned out so well. We thought this is perfect. Let's just keep running this and keep developing this beer. You picked the right riff too, because I mean, every, everything else you said, you know, the lime, I, I think it would just, it would have been too like, too bitter, bitter, acidic. Yeah, acidic. That's what I was looking for. And it's been done. It, it has, but I mean, there's there's no sense in trying to do it a different way. Right. This this takes a whole new take on a lager. It's it's really enjoyable to drink. You don't taste the alcohol in it either. At, at 6.3, you squeeze more of a, of a buzz out of this beer than you would from a typical lager, which, no, th- which this come reminds me change, of, you know? of drinking like a cold glass of Jamaica. Well, then cheers to that because there is no alcohol in this beer and uh, this is a terrible lie. It's Never tell you how handsome you are, Jeremy. Tell you right now, Ken, I am learning so much about different ingredients in beer tonight. I and mean, it's kind of been that way for the last couple of weeks. And it all started with Brian from Pariah Brewing when he brought in that beer brewed with um, Pioncio sugar. Oh, yeah. There's been little beers that have taken hints from everything south of the border from us. And I, t- I tell you what, though, this one is a first. So tonight we're drinking with South Norte. You may or may not have seen their beers in San Diego. If you do see them, try them. We've got Ryan and Nick here with us tonight. We've had the No Way Mango IPA. We just finished the, uh, you said there was Agua. Uh, Agava mente. It's a tough one to say. It's a really, really damn good beer to Thanks. drink, especially if you want you want something that's light and drinkable and will still get you to that um, level, that next level. If you if you if you're looking to increase your gamer <laughs> score, you said it's what six and a half percent. Six point three. Yeah. Almost. It didn't taste like six point three, but it's starting to feel like it. No, but that had the agave and the hibiscus. A little buckled in it. over there, Ken. I'm fine. <laughs> I think you my don't look cheeks. Fine. My cheeks are starting to get as rosy as that beer. I, I like what I'm hearing that's coming out of this next beer because this next beer follows that same kind of using south of the border inspired ingredients. Mm-hmm. What is this? So this is a, a really cool one. It's very interesting. Kind of, I got put outside of my comfort zone on this one to brew a Saison. Uh, I've done a few of my past years, but uh, this was cool. We got partnered up with Javier Placencia, a famous chef out of Baja. He created a rad recipe with octopus or you could use shrimp. Uh, shrimp. And yeah, the recipe is on the bottle. It's a tag or a necker on the bottle. So we're encouraging people to pick this up charcoal grilled octopus yeah. brine marinade sauce and garnish oh wow do you get you get the recipe when you buy the bottle yeah, yeah. from him from the, from the man himself three wow. tablespoons of garlic three tablespoons of sea salt and one bay leaf to brine soy sauce lemon juice crushed pepper flakes to marinade ponzu Oops. sake what? what lemon juice roasted peanuts cilantro unsalted butter chilled oh my mouth is watering all those flavors mixed with this we had to make a beer to team up with this awesome recipe. So we came up with the Saison using lots of different Mexican ingredients that I'm not used to brewing with. And the first one of those is Epizote, which what I was told is the it's the bay leaf of Mexico. Very flavorful, very spicy, would work well with the Saison. My, my mother-in-law puts this in her uh, caldo. Yeah. In case she's listening, it's delicious, Carmen, <laughs> by the way. Please make more. And after that, I don't know, Ken, I saw you dump those leftovers down the drain earlier. <laughs> Did you want to get him killed? <laughs> <laughs> she, she already calls me malcriado on a daily basis. <laughs> and after the episode, we've got Mexican honey from Mexicali and also an addition of cilantro as a light, slight dry hop. Really? Yeah, yeah I would s- not have picked out the cilantro. No, because usually cilantro has that very, that, that overpowering flavor to and it. And that's but- what I was afraid to turn people off with. So we had to make it very light just to give it a complex third dimension, mainly using the yeast as the derivative of all flavors. Boy, the backdraft on the aromatics with this 
one. Once again, it's just a reason for me to sit around, drink beer, eat yeah. food, and be fat. Enjoy yeah, I hear you, bro. <laughs> we could take a break. We come back. I've got some rancid to go with this because, uh, man, now, now you got me thinking about that food. He said cup it with your hands before you drink it. <laughs> it is the Ooh, rock goodness. and roll happy hour on all that It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright. But tonight we're taking an adventure with our friends from South Norte. We got Ryan and Nick, and we're drinking some amazing beers inspired by uh, Tijuana, south of the border. There's a brewery down there. Where are you in TJ if anybody wants to go visit you? Yeah, we're at the Telefonica Gastro Park. We have a 10 barrel set up there. We have at least five or six beers on at all times. Beers that don't get to cross the border, so you can only get them down there. And, and that's Whoa. what I was going to ask. Is there anything you're brewing down there yeah. that we can't get here? And if yeah. it is, if I go, if I cross the border and I, and I have to try one beer that I cannot Ooh. get in San Diego, what is it? Well, uh, one of the ones I was pretty stoked about was um, when Pat Corn is uh, getting ready to launch his new brewery. I had him come down there. The first collaboration I've ever done with an American brewer in, in TJ was with Pat, and we brewed his old recipe from 10 years ago. It's an uh, American brown ale, Chinook hops, kind of a little bitter side, but then we aged it on Sospeso coffee from, from Baja, from TJ, and it was this really a nice American brown ale with an awesome coffee note to it. It's still on tap, I think, for the next week. We only a few kegs left, so check that out. So <laughs> what, what are we ending the program with tonight? Because, I mean, so far, you 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 just you brought out stellar beers tonight. The the adversario, the Saison with honey, Episote Cilantro. Um, I say, say, help me with again. It's agave mente. Agave mente. That means agave brain. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. You're it's an loose agave translation. Brain. Yeah. No, no way, mango IPA and si senor Mexican lager. This is uh this That's is no way as no, in no way way. Calmate way. I'm calmate way. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to you right now because whatever is in this <laughs> glass right now is is it's got my attention. What is this? Great. This is our pan a flores, our bread to flowers. It's a really cool beer, holiday beer. I guess you could say it wintertime beer. A porter, just just over seven percent alcohol. We're using cool Mexican ingredients, cajeta, which is a milk caramel from goat milk. We're using chocolate, aging it on coffee, and then a tiny bit of cinnamon just to round it all out, kind of reminding you of a cafe de olla. Oh my God, there's so much good happening in this beer. This tastes like Christmas. Where do I get this? And please tell me there's more. We there's definitely more. more. Yeah, you can find this at uh, at Bevmo right now and on draft around town as well. South Norte, it is called it's Pana Flores. Pana Flores, bread to flowers. Another cool plug I'd like to put in real quick is the coffee we got in this beer was a great blend of Oaxacan and Chiapas coffee beans, and they were roasted by O-Beans in Ocean Beach. So Ooh. a lot of places in OB will have this on tap for the next couple weeks. And this is this is such a perfect beer to drink. It's it's the, the mouthfeel is real light, but you get all these flavors that once again, I will use this, I'll use this word because I, I can't I can't use it with a lot of breweries, but I can with the ones that matter. This is balanced. The, all the flavors, the, all the flavors are makes it very drinkable with all those flavors harmonize with each other. Yeah, it's harmony. It's like a it's like a symphony in your mouth. Well, then you know what? Since since all this is harmonizing so well, let's go for something a little more abrasive. Let's end the program tonight with some Primus because Jerry was a race car driver. Ha <laughs> ha!